Hare Krishna, we are continuing to read The Science of Self-Realization, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Chapter 8, Attaining Perfection, and the section is entitled The Perfection of Self-Realization. Continuing. Many people are thinking, I can enjoy this material world very nicely. Everyone is having such a great time. There is no reason I can't enjoy myself as much as they. This idea is illusion because there is no real enjoyment in the material world. We may rise to a very high position like President Kennedy. We may be very good-looking, very famous, very intelligent and well-educated, very wealthy and very powerful. And we may have a very beautiful wife and children and hold the highest position in the country. But at any moment, we are subject to be shot down. This is the nature of the material world. We have to face danger at every step. At every step. There is no question of having pleasure without impediments. Even when the pleasures are earned, they are earned after a great deal of struggle and sacrifice and whatever pleasure may be acquired is temporary. For in the material world there is no pleasure that can give us constant and unending enjoyment. Only Krishna can give us that. Therefore, Krishna instructs in the Bhagavad Gita that it is the welfare of every living entity to give up this nonsensical material activity and just surrender unto him. Unfortunately, in this age people are so attracted by the glitter of material nature to illusion or maya that they are not very interested. Krishna even declares that if one surrenders unto him, he will give all protection from all sinful reactions. But still people are so attached that they cannot do it. People always fear that by surrendering to Krishna, they will lose something, just as I feared losing my family by going to the Western world and preaching. But Krishna is so kind, so kind, that if he takes anything away, he will reward us a thousandfold. The spiritual master is also kind in that he begs from door to door, country to country, town to town, my dear ladies and gentlemen, my dear boys and girls, please take to Krishna consciousness. In this way he renders very confidential service to Krishna. Krishna is the Supreme Lord who gives the orders and the spiritual master executes those orders. Therefore, the spiritual master is very dear to Krishna. Whether 
Krishna sends him to heaven or to hell makes no difference to him. For the spiritual master, a pure devotee, heaven and hell are both the same if there is no Krishna consciousness. In hell, people are suffering in so many ways and in heaven they are enjoying their senses in so many ways. But a devotee of the Lord can live at any place where there is Krishna consciousness. And since he brings this Krishna consciousness with him, he is always self-satisfied. If he is sent to hell, he will be satisfied simply chanting Hare Krishna. In fact, he does not believe in hell but in Krishna. Similarly, if he were put in heaven where there are so many opportunities for sense gratification, he would also remain aloof for his senses are satisfied by Krishna himself. Thus, for the service of the Lord, the devotee is prepared to go anywhere, and for this reason, he is very dear to Krishna. Renounced impersonalist philosophers say that this world is false and that the impersonal Brahman is truth. But if they are asked to go out into society where material sense gratification predominates, they will refuse for fear of being affected by those conditions. For a Krishna conscious person, however, there is no such difficulty, because he is controlled and has taken shelter of Krishna. He is not afraid of going anywhere. Consequently, when devotees meet in a place where there is no Krishna consciousness, there is no harm, for they take the opportunity to chant Hare Krishna and infuse the place with Krishna consciousness. This opportunity should always be taken. It is not that one should close himself up in a room and chant alone. The great sage Narada is a spaceman who travels all over the universe. Although he can dwell in the most elevated planets, he sometimes goes to hell and preaches there. That is the beauty of a servant of God. He is always acting out of love for Krishna and his parts and parcels. The underlying principle of devotional service is unalloyed love for Krishna. Regardless of the position of a particular devotee, as a friend, servant, parent or lover of Krishna, his service is unconditional, for Krishna consciousness is not dependent on any material condition. It is transcendental and has nothing to do with the modes of material nature. A devotee is not afraid to go anywhere 
and because of this he sees all material conditions as equal. In the world we may say that this is a good place to be and that is a bad place to be. But as pointed out before, the devotee is not subject to these mental concoctions. For him the basic principle of material existence is bad, for material existence means forgetfulness of Krishna. In the neutral stage of devotion, one may give more importance to the impersonal effulgence of the Lord and to the Supersoul within the heart. But Krishna consciousness actually develops when one thinks. Krishna is my very intimate master of intimate relationships. <laughs> In the beginning, of course, impersonal realization and realization of the Super Soul are part of Krishna consciousness. The partial realization of God in his impersonal aspect or in his aspect as super soul enables one to develop veneration for the Lord. But when one has an intimate relationship with Krishna as a friend, master, son or lover, then the veneration disappears. This platform of personal relationship is certainly higher than the impersonal platform or the platform of Supersoul or Paramatma realization. In the neutral conception, one simply realizes that he and the Absolute Truth are one in quality. Or he realizes that he is part and parcel of the Supreme that is certainly knowledge, for when one develops a personal relationship with Krishna as servant, he begins to appreciate the full opulence of the Supreme Lord. One who realizes that God is full in six opulences actually begins rendering service. As soon as one becomes aware of the greatness of Krishna and understands Krishna's superiority, his service begins. The awareness of God's greatness increases when transcendental service is rendered. A person who serves the Lord in order to satisfy the senses of the Lord becomes satisfied because Krishna is the super soul and the individual living entity is his part and parcel. If he is satisfied, then the living entity is satisfied. If the stomach is satisfied, then all the parts of the body are satisfied, for they receive nourishment through the stomach. When one of my god-brothers began to fan my Guru Maharaj on a very hot day, Guru Maharaj asked, Why are you fanning me all of a sudden? The boy replied, Because if you are satisfied, we are all satisfied. This is the formula. 
we should not try to satisfy our senses separately, but should try to satisfy Krishna's senses. Then, naturally, we will become satisfied. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to stop here for today. Wow, tomorrow we are finishing this book. Wow, Hare Krishna. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. And we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.